From the headquarters of the Jameson Media Complex, broadcasting from the GreenIndustryPodcast.com studios, it's the Green Industry Podcast, where Paul and his guests discuss lawn and landscape business best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, best-selling author of Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, Paul Jameson. Hey, what's up, fam? Welcome to today's episode of the Green Industry Podcast. On the show, we talk about how to have a successful lawn care and landscaping business. And there's a fella who's my neighbor next door in Alabama that uh, has built multiple successful lawn care businesses and sold them. And uh, now he's on, I think, like his third or fourth business, uh, Alabama Turf Pros. And uh, he focuses on fertilization and weed control. Yesterday, his name's Jason Creole. Yesterday, we uh, started a Q&A session with folks uh, who had asked us some questions. And uh, we had so many questions come in. We're going to tackle uh, the rest of those today or as many of them as we possibly can. And uh, I'm on my second lawn care business and uh, Jason's got me by a couple, but uh, between the two of us, we should have an answer for you, hopefully, uh, whether it's a weed control issue or you just want um, better operations in your business. Uh, we've definitely learned a lot through the School of Experience and hope we can answer your questions today. Thank you to the, the show sponsors, Company Cam and Smart Rain. We appreciate Company Cam. And Smart Rain making today's episode of the Green Industry Podcast possible. Well, without further ado, here's Jason Creole and myself answering your lawn care questions. My daughter's yard is new construction Bermudas. It's still it's still dormant, but a tall green grassy weed has come up all the lawns. I think it's crabgrass. All right, I'm, I'm almost positive it's not crabgrass. Here's what's probably happened. They put this Bermuda sod out, and they and they think they need to throw uh, hay out all over the straw everywhere. You know, I don't know why they do that. It, it, it's like a requirement on some of these construction projects they, to keep stuff from washing. So, mm-hmm. so you got all that straw thrown everywhere, and it's probably just some cool season grass propping up. If you had crab, crabgrass right now, it's so little – um, you wouldn't even, you know, have to get on your hands and knees to see it. So, uh, yeah, a, a product like uh, Certainty or Katana or something will knock that out. And, and honestly, it'll probably die out when it gets hot if you don't want to, um, if you don't want to spray it. Cheers from Alabama. Oklahoma is in the house. Ethan's Lawn Care in Lumberton, North Carolina. Thank you. Uh, if you see this. Can you say hi? What's we up, perfectionist it. touch lawn care? Yeah, I kind of like that name. You know, I, the only thing I can see negative of that is people kind of, you d- get a yard that doesn't look perfect, they may uh, let you hear about it. Need uh, a new string trimmer. Anybody, any recommendations have tried Echo, but hey, I like this uh, one. Echo 2620, <laughs> Ab Woodwork and Baker. Did you try the 2620? Solid. Yeah, I like a Husk, uh, Husqvarna 525 is is my go to uh, at the at the moment. Will a turf grass growth regulator work for a weed field steep embankment? Uh, probably not great, honestly. I I, I don't I don't know. It, it may slow it down some, but I love growth regulator, but I'm not sure that's the right application for it. 
Would you suggest organic or synthetic fertilizer pros and cons? I would let your market determine that. If you're in California, uh, you may go organic. If you're uh, in Alabama, you're going to want to go synthetic. So um, you skipped my question. I Ask it again, Randy. I don't remember what you asked. Ben says, hey, guys, I'm trying not to skip anybody. On hey, here. Ben. Ben was recently a guest on my podcast, guys. Good old Dude. Alabama boy. Ben Neiman. He's from Alabama. I love Alabama. What a great state. Thanks for liking the name um, on my channel. We focus on growth on and off the lawn. Speaking of names, how do you like the name Turf Logic? Um, yeah, I would check and see if there's uh, how many Turf Logics are already out there. Can you get the URL? Can you get a Facebook page? Can you get the Instagram? Uh, I like the name, but um, you might have to like be Turf Logic of Alabama or what, you know, like our Turf Logic of Atlanta or what, you know, you may have to. Um, Anyway, may have to add to it to, to make yours unique. I listen to your podcast while I mow yards on my lunch hour. Comfort Lawn Care, he contributes on here, Paul. And Thank you, Comfort Lawn Care. Uh, and I need to leave a review for your book. I, your, I thought your book was great. James is my friend. He says the tool guy neighbor was Wilson. That's right. Wilson from Home Improvement. That is it. <laughs> That's right. Wilson. We used to watch that uh, a lot. Uh, oh, okay. So he's asking the, the surfactant. And I usually use just the non-ionic surfactant in, in the, versus the methylated seed oil. Uh, now, if you're using like a product like Tribute Toll or something, you're trying to knock out douse grass, it, it may become a little more important to use a methylated seed oil. My understanding is that it's a little more natural to the plant and it helps the plant take in the herbicide, but it's also going to heat it up a little bit. So you want to be careful using that in the summertime. All right, how's it going? Red Never Rocks, hey, Red Rocks, friend of the show, friend of the show. You got more friends than I do, Paul. I got you. You only got about three friends. All right, uh, Randy says I did answer. So good. I'm, I'm, I don't like skipping people. Who makes the best, longest lasting electric hand tools? Uh, I tell you what, I've got some uh, Milwaukee stuff, and, and it is great. But uh, Paul, you got experience with any electric? I guess battery powered stuff. Yeah. Well, in uh, last fall, I got to go to Toro's headquarters and see their new sixty volt lineup, and so I haven't used it out in the field, just in the showroom, and it was it was awesome in the showroom. So, um, I, you know, T Toro's a reputable brand, so I, I I think that would be a good place to start. All right. Uh, yeah, I want to hear about surfactants. I just talked about those um, just just a minute ago, Stuart. I have a question. There you go. Uh, Jason, <laughs> I've heard you talk about fertilizer that you use uh, that feeds for four months. My question is, how do you apply the lawns during that time? And can I piggyback on your custom blend? Yeah, I buy from Harold's. It's a 3806 um, blend. Uh, if you need, you can get in touch with me if you, if you need help getting in touch with a a Harold's rep. I think actually you told me you're already using Harold's, but um, yeah, 3806 blend is what I use. And there's different, the, the Harold's um, slow release is, is called Polyon. It's the polymer coated fertilizer. There's other polymer coated fertilizer. That's the one I use. And they can mix it up with different blends um, to make it last longer, shorter, um, things like that. All right. All right, Peter, uh, I'll tell you, buddy. We, we uh, I'm skipping Peter. All right. Keith is, What's up, Keith? He's a, he's a, Keith's a good guy. We enjoy uh, having him on the show. Hey, Paul. Hey, Jason. Perfectionist. All right. Uh, what's your outline for a fertilization and weed control program in southeast Georgia? What kind of grass you have, Elvin? That that always helps. Uh, but you're going to want to get your pre-emergent out. You know, if you got Bermuda zoysia, put that out early in the year, uh, round one and two. 
Uh, you start fertilizing southeast Georgia, you probably start fertilizing in, in April and, um, you know, and put your fall pre-emergent out probably October. Uh, again, I don't, I don't know if you're dealing with centipede down there or if, or if you've got Bermuda zoysia, but um, that would be helpful. I do We do sell stuff on lawncarelife.com, a shameless plug here, and you can get programs and things like that, a bunch of, a lot of information available there. All right, what about Celsius for Dallas grass? Yeah, uh, about 25 applications at triple the rate, and you'll probably kill it, you know. But um, in all seriousness, it, it is on the label. Uh, if you put Celsius and Certainty or Celsius and Revolver, um, you might improve your chances. Uh, your best chance of getting it would be with some fall applications. Uh, but, you know, in the summertime, I mean, yeah, it'll turn it color. It might slow it down a little bit, but uh, very difficult to control Dallas grass. Um, but it is on the label for Celsius. Uh, when a new client asks me to mow a yard this Friday, do you call them Thursday to make sure that you can go mowing or just go on Friday? Uh, you know, if you've got it set up where you can do a bunch of texting in, in some system where you, you can streamline that, then go ahead. But I think most people, if it's just kind of an understanding that, hey, I'm coming every Friday. I, I'm not going to call them unless it's raining or something or I can't come. What do you think, Paul? Yeah, Arno, I, if it's possible, I don't know what you use for your CRM, but if you can get their card on file, uh, that would be awesome. And and then when you talk about their payment, you can just let them know, hey, we're going to come on Fridays and we're going to charge your card upon completion. Or you may even want to do a prepay system where they prepay, you know, up they pay you, let's say $300 at the beginning of the month or whatever their rate is. And then they've already paid for the month and then you just faithfully show up on Friday. So I would not uh, text or call them on Thursday because then they're going to expect that and you do not want to waste your time doing that. So if you can, uh, make sure you get their card on file using a CRM and charge it the day of the service or before the service, never after, you know, you don't want to be sending an invoice and be chasing money. Uh, that way the ball's in your court and then you just show up as you know, on Fridays. And I've gotten away from uh, even giving them a day I, because I don't like that. It rains, stuff happens. And, uh, well, you, you where were you, you know, oh, no, thank you. So I, yeah. I just tell them I'm sorry. Uh, it's just too difficult to give you a day. And I know a lot of people like the Thursday, Friday thing. So it looks crispy for the weekend, but uh, you, you're a business owner. You can't be letting everyone drag you around their life. You, you need to have, yeah. you need to have boundaries, friend. And uh, that's a great tip. Yeah. I, I, my main number one rule is you, you keep control of the business. Don't yes. give it away to the customer. Yeah. So yeah, don't uh, do just, not call or text. Uh, just show up on yeah. Friday. Uh, I, I don't know if it's the same guy that asked the question about growth regulator on a weedy hill. Uh, I, I don't know that that's the answer, but uh, you, you could try. I've just not, I don't think I've ever tried it in that situation. Have any tips on how to find employees? You got anything on that real quick, Paul? A lot of, a lot of folks that are good people are, are other friends with good folks. So if you, if, you know, if you find a good one, you know, see if they have any friends or stuff or something like that. And uh, when you, yeah, when you do find somebody who's good, you know, you, you definitely got to take care of them because Costco pays more than most lawn care companies and they can go work inside in the air conditioning. So how are you going to, how are you going to recruit somebody to work out in the 90 degree Atlanta heat? if you're not paying them well and taking care of them. So it's very, very difficult to find employees in this industry. Um, so Jason, do you have any tips? Yep. Well, you got to keep your business real profitable so that you can afford to pay them decent. You know, if mm -hmm. your business is struggling, you're going to have a hard time um, paying anybody. How much should I make this year if a company has three employees, four including me? Last year, I made 95000 68000 
Now I don't I don't know how it's possible that you pay three employees and you and your gross was ninety five and you're sixty eight thousand net. Um, you're not anyway, <laughs> and eight thousand cat. It's hard to know Emmanuel without knowing more uh, more information there. But you know, I, I would just say the general answer is let, let's keep growing year over year. So if you can continue to become more profitable, mm-hmm. continue to improve your route density, continue to go up on your prices, continue to weed out bad customers, and just improve year over year without throwing a number on top of it. Yeah, and, and Emmanuel, I'm going to throw out a name to you. A guy's name's John. Payjack. You can find him on Facebook, John Payjack. He's who I personally use as about a four hour consultation. And what we did is we went through my previous year's um, uh, checking account statements and all my finances and then find out what is my break even point. Uh, what I what I have to be making per hour to just pay all of my expenses. And then if I want to pay myself a salary, let's say I want to make $60,000 a year that the business is paying me, then we have a new number of what we got to be earning per man hour. And you need to know your numbers of, of what your business needs to be making per uh, man hour to be you know hitting the goals that you want. But the guy's name is John Payjack. He'll do a three or four hour consultation with you and give you the exact uh, numbers of your break-even point and go over your overhead cost recovery and all of that. So you can't really answer that in 30 seconds on YouTube. But if you want to reach out to my friend, John Pajak, um, he can give you some financial coaching and really help you dial that dial it that in since you're around 100,000 now. It's it's time to really uh, make sure you're, you got your I's dotted and T's crossed. Yeah, John was one of the early contributors on my channel. He's a gravel back mechanic yeah. a long time ago. I mean, he's been, I mean, I'm probably, I'm, I'm talking like eight years ago. He was coming and then I met him one time at GIE. He's like, hey, I'm the gravel back mechanic. I said, oh man. Yeah. Uh, John yeah. French, he's been to our uh, lawn care life conference and I had dinner. He's from uh, Bloomington, Indiana, up there with the Hoosiers. Emmanuel says, what are your thoughts on Mike Andes? I don't know Mike personally, um, but I don't certainly don't have anything negative to say about him. Uh, have you ever met Mike Andes, Paul? Next question. All right. Late pray and work from Marcus. Uh, Dustin, would they still got that YouTube sign in front of the O? Uh, thanks, brothers. We'll pray for sure. I have the utmost respect for you guys. Appreciate it, Dustin. Hope, I hope things go well with you. Do y'all have any tips for finding employees? We gave those um, a while ago. What up from the line, Commander? We're gonna when I get to this list, I'm gonna fly through these ball and we're cutting it off when we get the end. No more questions, guys. We're gonna try to answer the questions uh, that we have here. Which Bermuda seed is best for a home lawn that's going to be mowed with a rotary mower mower? I was looking at Yukon Arden 15. Yeah, I think that Arden 15 is one of the new ones that Pennington came out with. I know there's the Princess 77 is another one. So it should give you some um, you know, information about those of uh, which ones can be. I would think they all could be mowed at, at that low inch and a half to two inches. So um, I would just see which you probably the Arden 15, if that's the latest one, I'm, I would imagine that's the one they're proudest of and, um, you know, think is is the best. Uh, I like pay-per-click. Yeah, they can work. You're good. <laughs> All right. You're still alive. We lost Jason. I'm back. Um, so this is how behind we were on the comments. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, we're, we're getting done, though. Struggling with estimate for prep and laying 1,500 square foot of St. Augustine, flat front yard, only help in South Florida. Save our side. Come on, Jason. I, I mean, you know, like I said, I know a lot of my landscapers, they charge like $600 uh, per pallet. But if you've got some prep work involved, then uh, you, you're going to want to figure out how much time you got with the prep work. 
Yeah, and um, I, I like to. I want to go back to that one real quick. I I, I charge yeah, I, I charge a minimum of nine hundred and fifty dollar grading fee. So I tell the customer we're going to come two days, one day to grade. You have fifteen hundred square feet. That's a lot of area to grade to to, to haul away whatever debris. Make sure all the irrigation's working. That's nine hundred and fifty dollars right there. And then on top of that, there. Uh, three pallets of sod and all of that. So, so I've, I make a lot of money on sod by uh, charging them two prices, basically a grading fee. And then um, you're, you're baking up the, not just what you're paying for the material, but you're baking onto that and your labor and all that. So uh, I, I found sod to be one of my most profitable services, but I also charge 950 minimum for grading. Yeah, but is that what per pallet? Is, is it six hundred? Is that kind of in the ballpark? Of that, what that's that's nor, that's normal in Atlanta, but but a lot of these guys they don't know what they're doing, and, and so that's just everybody does six hundred because that's what that, what what everybody does, but they don't understand their you. numbers. So, um, if you got, I don't know if you're in Atlanta, but Atlanta turf grass, uh, Dwight and uh, the guys over there do a good job. They can help you understand the money behind it, but charge charge it's for your grading day. Paul, if you if you got to go, just let me know. No, I'm I, I'm I'm good, Jason. All right, we're gonna keep we're gonna fly through these. Congrats on a new per pressure washer. Uh, Thank Paul, you. They saw your Echo pressure washer. What weed control and fertilization program do you recommend for Southeast Georgia, Elvin? I don't know if, if you're the ones that asked earlier. I, I have programs available at BlindCareLife.com, uh, and uh, depend on the grass types there. But it's it's a package. We say it's like a fifty nine dollar package or forty seven dollar package. They come with programs and uh, Alabama Wi Fi. Hey man, we got yeah. Well, you're about right. Yeah, our Wi Fi. I think it was my computer this time. I can't even blame it on the internet. Paul, what's your favorite lawnmower? I like real mowers. So I've only used TrueCut. I've been seeing these outlet mowers all over the internet. Um, I have never used that yet, but a 27-inch TrueCut real mower with a sharp blade on a zoysia grass, that is my favorite right there. All right, Paul, you had the goat on YouTube. It was his old uh, geek to freak, wasn't it? <clears throat> yeah, I was, I got to go to his house, okay? Shout out to Naylor Taliaferro. Um, so Greg made a lot of money on YouTube, and he's now like the president of his HOA. He lives in a really fancy neighborhood, and uh, he's doing well for himself. And Naylor actually, I told him I wanted to interview him on my podcast, and Naylor's like, let me see what I can do. I'm thinking like on the phone, you know what I mean? And anyway, Naylor got me an appointment at Greg Chisholm's house, mansion, whatever you want to call this place. And uh, yeah, we got to shoot some videos while I was out there and just hang out with him. And uh, he is, uh, he, he was the original guy on YouTube, you know, cutting that grass, making that cash, making these fun videos. So uh, he, I'm, I'm honored to, you know, get to have him uh, on my YouTube channel. That's really cool. That's awesome. Uh, KB says, you ever had any problems with prodiamine slowing down the spread of Bermuda? I wanted my spread. What I've done in my yard, um, I wanted to spread, but I didn't want my yard to be filled up with crabgrass because that could prevent the spreading. So I just did the prodiamine round one, like kind of early. I mean, put out like early January or something. And again, I don't know where you live. And then I, I didn't use it in round two. Um, because in that, my thought was by the summer when that Bermuda really starts spreading, uh, the prodiamine would kind of have worn off by then. And, and that's what happened. I, I, I prevented the crabgrass and um, I didn't have any issues with it not taking root when it started spreading in the summertime. Best, uh, what's the best riding mower? Well, it's going to probably depend on someone. There's a lot of good brands out there, but it's going to depend on, um, you know, what, what application. I mean, you, do you, if you're, 
doing big properties, little properties, things like that. You know, I like uh, Toro, Exmark, Hustler, Gravely, Skag. They're all, there's a lot of good brands. Um, I wouldn't be ashamed to ride any of those that I got a good deal on. Toro. Xmark. <laughs> there you go. Paul just uh, made it more simple. Um, oh man, Peter, <laughs> go away, man. Come on. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is like it. No, he, he's, he's, that's about the fifth comment. He's just beating a dead horse on here. And it's just, you know, I, I, I got to learn this software a little bit. Let me see. Oh, here you go. Block user. I found it. There we go. Block the user. Uh, thank you, Peter. Cause you helped me figure out my buttons on this software. Look who showed up. Oh, Arizona Lawn Care goes laying beds of river rock and succulents. That's, that sounds about right. There he is. There he goes. Hey, Mitchell. He's he comes on here and just says, tells me, hey. He's what, what's up, guy. What's up, Trooper Gordy? Yeah. Remember, y'all got all over me because I asked him if he was a cop, and y'all just flipped out, you know, because <laughs> I, I didn't differentiate. He's a, he state, a state, state trooper, Jason. Uh, believe me, I know now. I, I accidentally uh, called him Officer Gordy after I made fun of you. I got some humble pie because we were out on the balcony. I called him go. Officer Gordy. He was very gracious with me because he was just enjoying the beautiful weather in the pool. But yeah, Trooper Gordy. Yeah. All right. Um, Husqvarna 525 is excellent. LSX. That's the exact one I got. I do agree. Ever using plant growth regulator on trees and shrubs? I haven't, but I want to. Uh, and you know, you think about if you had like a Iliagnus or a holly bush or one of these things that just needs trimmed all the time. Uh, I definitely want to get some of that and try it out. Uh, my string trimmer broke down today. I don't have a backup, so I was able to wasn't able to finish. So I offered a refund, but they declined. So what should I do? I'd get your trimmer and, and go back and finish the job and, and thank them for being such a gracious customer. Sounds like you got a good customer that's trying to support your business. So don't. Yeah, if you can afford if you can afford a trimmer, go get one in the morning and finish that up before noon tomorrow. If you can't afford one, go rent one at the Home Depot for like twenty five bucks, and I uh, get that finished for sure. I think that'll make me a lot to them that you came back and finished the job. Hey guys, I decided uh, I will sod instead of seeding. They sell uh, uh, Tiff 419. Any suggestions on getting it to root? Do you have to till the ground? Any suggestions? Well, if you till the ground, that would be better. Or if you or if you had some little bit of topsoil, um, but again, wait till it's hot and like 85 degrees and and keep it watered until it germinates and, and get it going. And like I said, I explained the difference on zoysia and Bermuda. You don't have to necessarily get it all to grow. If you get some of it to grow, it'll definitely start spreading. Um, but yeah, wait till the weather gets hot. Don't spray pre-emergent before you put your saw, uh, seed out. You're going to make it challenging on yourself. Hey, Jason, how do you repair Bermuda bear spot? Uh, was damaged by a trampoline. You can just, I mean, I bet you if it's a trampoline, a 12 foot trampoline or 10 foot trampoline, it'll fill in in one summer, be honest with you. But if you want to speed it up, I mean, you could just buy a little bit of solder. I got this, this thing called a pro plugger where you pull a plug out of the ground. You could put a few plugs in there and space it out if you want to speed it up. Uh, but you'll be amazed. I, I've, I've filled in something way bigger than a trampoline spot in one summer, just fertilizing and letting it grow. All right, if you're all in love with this live stream with Jason Paul, make sure to hit the thumbs up button for support, man. That's, you can tell he understands the social media game. Thanks yeah, thank, thanks, Trooper Gordy. Oh, here's one. Somebody was asking about uh, battery-powered equipment. The Greenworks 60V has been working for me. Do you add 
to Justine's question, can you grow grass under a trampoline? If so, which grass? I'm in South Texas. <laughs> under the trampoline is going to be uh, tough. About the most shade-tolerant grass in the South that I know of, a warm-season grass is, uh, you know, you got like emerald zoysia, and I've got the uh, – not Zeon Zoysia, which one I got? Um, I forget. Uh, anyway, Emerald Zoysia is is one of the most shade tolerant. Um, I can't remember the one I got at my house. I, I anyway, it is supposedly a good be good by about three or four hours. Zeon is just not a great spot. You got huh? Zeon Zoysia? Not Zeon. My customers got Zeon. It looks awesome. Mine looks awesome too. I just I can't remember. I, I'm uh, Zorro? Zorro? Zorro. That's the one I got, Paul. And it is supposedly the number one rated zoysia by the National Turf Grass Evaluation Program. <laughs> That's what they advertise. Is Memphis too hot for turf-type tall fescue line? Uh, I wouldn't think so, but I, but I, I don't know. I don't go to uh, Memphis, but I would – I would think you're probably what they call the transition zone. So not a little bit too, you know, not ideal for it, but would probably survive. Uh, you got to water it in the summer, I'm sure. All right. Uh, at line commander, what up, brother? All right. Uh, rigid 18-volt tools, a lifetime guarantee. There you go. Commercial business are using electric equipment. Yeah, they are. I think there's a, it's getting more and more popular. Appreciate the advice. I learned a lot from this channel. Thank you for that. Hey, Jason, can I use Negate for dandelions? I can't remember if Negate, what's if what's on the label for that or not. I know it's good for grassy weeds. I do. I, I can't remember. Um, I just say check the label on that. Uh, St. Augustine, Zoysia, and Bermuda. Okay, uh, you're asking for a program for, for grasses, I think, down in southeast Georgia. So, yeah, um, there's some pro I can't I don't I'm sorry I don't have time to go over that now but there are programs available if you'll ask me if you come back next Monday and ask me earlier in the show we can give more time to answering that ever heard of King Ranch blue stem grass grassy weed here in Texas any treatment options you know besides glide I haven't heard of that one but you know to me if, if tribute total won't kill it or, or you know certainly in Celsius uh, then I, I don't know you might be in in trouble. Yes, till the soil and level it smooth. Make sure you can water it daily. This is on planting the, the seed, I believe. Uh, I'm blowing through the trouble. We're going to make it to the end, Paul. Hey, Jason, thanks for all your hard work. Paul's a great guest. Your thoughts on Malorganite? Malorganite's great. I've, I've, I've used it. It's, it's very safe, you know, a low nitrogen. It's not going to burn the grass. You can put it out a bunch of different times. Uh, very popular. Thanks to our friend Alan Hayne, the lawn care nut. I just got the Echo Speed Feed 400. <laughs> it feels a little cheap, but uh, most part, they're really nice. I think those things are great. I prefer the smaller one versus the big one. The big one holds more line, but the small one spins faster. And I like stuff to spin fast. Jason, when building a turf care customer base, what are your thoughts on matching or slightly beating your current cost per app with whoever they're using? Uh, no, I, I don't. I don't want to compete on price. Bad idea. You want to uh, be the most professional, and most time, I don't think people are going to choose you because you're a dollar more or a dollar less. They're going to choose you because they think you're the guy for this job. For premium pricing, premium, that, yeah, premium pricing, pre premium pricing. You 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 can have less customers if you charge more. You're doing less work, and the the perception of your business. Charge more, man. Don't, don't be cutting a penny here, a dollar there. No no thanks, Justin. 
premium pricing, bro. Raise them prices. Sometimes, Paul, you probably agree that some people, if you're too low, they they won't hire you because they they uh, it's uh, for as many people as gonna say, oh yeah, I'll use him because he's cheap. You're probably offending as just as many who say I'm not hiring him because he's cheap. You know? Yeah, and you don't you don't want that customer that wants to go at the lowest price. Yeah, you don't want them. So so don't don't even think about it. All right. Uh, the best head for a string trimmer, in my opinion, the uh, Mitchell. I'm not sure what that is. What is the 108? So anyway, but that's what Mitchell uh, says is is the best. How about the Speed Feed 450? I, I, yeah, I don't know. I get confused all the numbers and everything. I like the small one, but the big one is, is great. It's, you just need a more powerful trimmer because the small one, um, you know, sometimes you got to put it behind a – Air conditioners, I have fit in a little bit tighter spaces. I like that because I take my guards off. You know, I don't like the guards being in the way. Uh, thank you, guys. No problem. Thank you very much. That was that was a joke, Jason. He said, "Thank you very much." Instead of much. Oh, I think that was a man, joke. I'm, I'm going so fast. I miss the L. Mulcher side discharge. Uh, I, I kind of like those shoot block things where you can do either one. You know, the true mulch kit is fine if you're mowing very often, you know, but if you're, you know, if you let the grass get tall and you got the sure enough mulch kit on there, you may have some, some issues there. Uh, so I like the ability to, to raise that thing up and let it fly from out in the open field or close it um, to mulch. So, um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't just want to go straight side discharge probably if I'm mowing out there on people's lawns. Cause you, you know, you got clippings everywhere. So I would want at least a mulch kit or like I said, I like the little shoot block uh, deal on the side that I can raise or lower. Have you ever tried three way for your spray weed killer? Yes. We use three way products. Um, and just subscribe quick. My neighbors have a horrible dandelion problem. It's spreading my lawn. What can I do to save my lawn? Just find whatever kind of grass you got. You might you just put 2,4-D or something out there and knock out the dandelions. It's no problem at all. Uh, hey, what do you think about these trucks? You were considering buying one Mitsubishi Fuso F-160 with a landscape bed. Put it in your fleet of lawn care. What do you think? You like the flatbed trucks, Paul, the cab overs? Yeah, that'll work. Yeah, all right. I hear one of those big, great blue herons. What's your best weed killer? Uh, great question, Dalton, but it depends on the weed. Okay. So, um, <laughs> the best one, like, I, for me, out spot treating and stuff, I'm using change up Celsius a lot. I like blindside, but those are not price I'm going to blanket the yard with. They're too expensive uh, for killing nut sedge and things like not killing, but controlling it. I'm using pro sedge, certainty, things like that. Um, all right. I don't know about all that. Uh, I've never used a 450. Is that what you use? That's one of the speed feed heads. What's your target price for planting small to medium-sized shrubs? Cost of shrub plus how much labor? you have any thoughts on that, Paul? What do you like when you're installing shrubs, doing these installations and stuff? Do you have a set price per shrub or how does it, it work? It's just based on time. And are you digging it with a shovel or you, you have like a Toro Dingo with the auger bit? You're just, you know, drilling the holes like that. Uh, so it, it just depends what I, what I would do is, um, I go to a nursery here, uh, in Duluth, Georgia called, uh, Woody's where Martin's the general manager. And, uh, I, you know, when I go there, I say, Hey, Martin, w- what are the other companies charging and how, how, you know, I just start asking questions. Cause he'll tell me, you know, this company does it this way. That company does it this way. That company does it this way. If you, if you talk to the, if you get a good relationship with the, the, the main guy at the nursery, 
and, uh, you know, bring them lunch, bring them Starbucks, you know, do things to, to make them want to talk to you. Um, you can learn what the competition and, and the ways that they're, uh, charging it. So, um, there's, there's a lot of ways to do it, but make sure you're marking up your plants and you're charging for your labor on top of that for sure. But don't, don't, don't uh, leave do you, money on the table. You, how yeah. do you avoid leaving tire marks on the driveway and sidewalks? Um, you got to be careful. You don't want to go out there and, um, but yeah, don't get out there when it's early in the morning. You not only leave a tire mark, you smear the tire in the grass and leave a big grass stain and something. So, you know, you may want to actually make a perimeter pass around the property, uh, and then, and then go back and forth so that you don't actually have to get on the driveway if that's been a problem. Zex Mark 30 worth it. I know some people like the 30. Some people like the 21. There's pros and cons. The 30 is obviously bigger and faster, um, but heavier. So um, they're, they're great mowers. Leave a great cut. It just depends on your application, whether you're going to be needing the 21 or the 30. All right. This guy gave us two bucks. Thank you. And he does not like Ryobi. Zorro Zoysia. James reminded me. We appreciate that. Sit down on the John Deere zero term. Versus a standard, which is better in more cases than other models. Uh, I, you know, I I like the standards and the and the if you if you're trying to the standards, you know, what's good about them? You can hop on and off real quick. They're more compact on a trailer. Uh, sit down. You know, some people just prefer to sit. Some people some I mean, people say it both ways. Like sitting's more comfortable. And some people say standing is more comfortable. Um, I I like both. So I I can't really. Um, say, but you know, the, there is some advantages to the standard. They they're just compact and fit in tight spaces. Uh, thanks for the great stream. Appreciate you being a part. Good electric backpack sprayer. I've got a um, a Milwaukee one that's great. Uh, I've heard good things about a few of the other brands, but I can't. Their name slips me at the moment. But definitely, battery ones are great. Ballardproducts.com. There you go. I only run steel, which is what Troy says. Love your videos. I'm in East Tennessee. Give your best advice on a 10 or 14 day biweekly schedule, how you manage it with a weekly thrown in. I'd try to get more weeklies and less 10 to 14 day biweekly. So, and I'd pay I, 10 day schedules are just aggravating to me because you mm. got, you know, I mean, I, I just go weekly or biweekly and I, and I try to get as many weeklies as possible and eventually get rid of the biweekly. So, uh, it's like Paul said, you know, less customers and you make m- more money with, with less, fewer customers. Uh, my yard takes drainage that comes down from the neighbor and we have three drains. There's a lot of water running over it and rain, hurting my Bermuda grass. Uh, sometimes you have a situation like that and the Bermuda's not holding good on a hill. You have erosion problems. You might consider zoysia. It's, it holds better on a hill. It grows thicker and it may solve your problem. Um, or you figure out some kind of drainage system to keep it from washing so bad. I bought the DeWalt pole trimmer around 240 bucks. Cuts uh, good. He likes the DeWalt trimmer. What's the best thing on, to kill weeds? Vinegar and water mix. Um, yeah, vinegar and stable salt and water. It will kill weeds, but don't spray it in your yard. You mess, you know, salt's not great for your yard. Northwest Alabama applied a pre emergent in mid February. We'll apply in September. What should I apply? Uh, should I apply summer treatment too? You can spot treat weeds, get like Celsius or something, and just spot treat your weeds and then fertilize. Um, I got a BR600. How long it lasts? Man, <laughs> who knows? But they're good blowers. They've been around a long time. What's the best manual reel mower? I'd like to try on St. Austin. Paul, you know anything about manual reel mowers? I, 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 the neighbor guy's got one. It looks looks like a lot of work, so I, I don't know. I, I, I've personally used not, I, you know, with the engine on it, the True Cut. Those are great mowers. And uh, the outlet mowers I've not used yet, but I've seen those on um, 
on the internet, but I, I would get a, you know, I would, I would get a R E E L real mower. I'd get a real, you know, engine on it. I, I want to be out there just yeah. pushing it uh, like they did yeah. back in the 1940s. Hey guys, if, uh, if you don't mind, no more questions. We're going to try to finish up these last few. And, and so I'm cutting it off here. Cut, blow, and edge go the cheapest. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know about all that. That's not a good Premium thing. pricing. Yeah, no. Got to get back to work. All Thanks, right. Mitchell. Go get it. Go get it, Mitch. Uh, uh, do you guys mow on the weekend of holidays, 4th of July? I, I tell you what, I've been out there spraying on January the 1st before, New Year's Day. If it's warm in January, I'm thinking I'm spraying because I'd rather spray on on. If it's 50 degrees on January the 1st, I'd rather spray on that day uh, than, you know, Alabama's not playing one of those loser New Year's Day bowl games. Y'all are playing playing after that. Yes, sir. Yeah, they're waiting for the real games. You know, I don't want to see Auburn get beat by Central Florida or something like that. (laughs) Uh, Just, hey, just started my business a couple days ago. I'm very bad at trimming. Do you think I'll get better with time? Uh, Yeah, you definitely get better with time and faster. Um, but I mean, you got it. Just, it just takes practice, like anything. Learn how to play a musical instrument. How much you charge for an hour of mowing, Paul? What do you? What it's going to depend on your fit, market, but you yeah, fit, 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 fifty-five to sixty dollars is the Atlanta market right now, bare, bare minimum. Some guys, you know, that are skilled charge more than that. But uh, if, if you're anything less than fifty-five dollars per man hour, you're you're below market. Yeah, uh, best cheapest truck to start with. Uh, just get you, you know, some little F one fifty or something, you know, or a, you don't want to get just a four cylinder out there, barely a pull a trailer. So, um, absolute best shade tolerant Zoysia for North. What's that one? Zorro, Zorro Zoysia is is the one. Emerald would be a, a, a close second, I think. They look about identical. You just hit eight thousand subs. Appreciate that and glad. Congratulations, going for Jason. 100. I got to get to 100, Paul. I'm, I'm yeah, tired you get of being a, in. Get you, get know, you a silver play. Is that what they give you? Yeah, you, you okay. get a silver one. And then when I was at Greg Chisholm's, he had these gold ones. He had three gold ones. He had three different channels he built that had a million subscribers. He had three, crazy. three gold play buttons. And they're sitting in his closet uh, next to his, you know, the, little car wow. toys things. Oh, uh, here's some good information. Xmark 30s are faster than 21s, but they're more maintenance and they don't mulch wet grass well. It will clump a lot. I run Xmark 30 since they first come out. Thank you for that. Uh, how far can Bermuda travel to fill in gaps in one summer? Oh, man, a long way, especially if you put some plugs out there like I'm talking about. But I, when I say a long way, I'm talking me. Go to my channel, watch what I did with my yard. I put two pallets of sod on two acres. And uh, and you ought to see how little Bermuda I got right now in my backyard. I think I'm going to fill up two acres with next to you know little grass but if you get big bare spot if like i got like a 10 foot bare spot i'll use that pro plugger and i'll stick a few plugs in there to speed up the process but your best months are uh you know june july august september it'll really spread put the fertilizer to it and and, and keep it water best time to sod st augustine i can go ahead and do it now before it gets too hot uh, this is the last comment you're correct john i appreciate you guys cutting it off been a great discussion, Paul. I'm sorry I kept you late, man. I did. I was trying. There's more questions than we've ever had. I'll be honest with you. They cool. Were, they were, they were excited to see you on here. Awesome. Thank you uh, for having me on, Jason. All right, Paul. How do people find you if they if they made it this far and they want to follow follow Paul, Paul and where they want to get your book? Which I do recommend. Paul's book on Amazon. You buy you buy the. I did the Audible version. I like and Paul reads it. I like when the author reads it, but you can also get the the paperback. 
Okay. Yeah. The book is cut that grass and make that cash. It's four hours and two minutes and you can get it for free at greenindustrypodcast.com. By going there, you'll get an Audible subscription for 30 days and uh, they'll actually give it to you for free. If you already have the Audible subscription, then you just use your credit. So that's pretty cool. If you want the paperback, you got to buy that. Things like 14, 15, I don't know. It's it's less than 20 bucks. It's over there on Amazon. And uh, uh, the podcast is the Green Industry Podcast. We have shows Monday through Friday that we talk uh, about lawn care and landscaping business tips. And then we have a Sunday service, a bonus program on Sundays. So six episodes a week there. And wait, there's more. We just started a YouTube channel. And well, actually I started in like 2012 and 13 making sports videos. And uh, they're actually when Alabama uh, beat Georgia, uh, we f- filmed our reaction. What's that wide receiver you got? Devonte Smith. Um, yeah, he was a true freshman back then too. I hit him second uh, 26. And now what happened to him? Where's the Heisman trophy? I mean, yeah. So I, I, I made like a viral video for that game. And then, uh, like another, uh, my brother made this half court shot. It has 800,000 views. And so I have like 4,000 subscribers on this YouTube channel. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to start posting on this thing, but like daily or as close to daily as I can, but I'll put YouTube content on, pardon me, I'm, I'm tired, Jason. I'm going to put landscaping and lawn care and pressure washing content on my YouTube channel. So I just started that last week. So it'd mean a lot to me, guys, if you would subscribe to me, it's Paul Jameson Landscaping on YouTube. And uh, I'm actually starting a new landscaping business here shortly. And I'm going to be documenting that whole journey Uh you know, try to build a business and then sell it and just document the whole thing uh, from scratch. So it's going to be a lot of fun to, to see, you know, how big we can build or, you know, how, how much we can sell this thing for one day and whatever. It, it's going to be a lot of fun just documenting the process. Yeah. Starting from awesome, nothing. Paul. Yeah. All right. Always enjoy visiting with you. You bring a lot of energy and a lot of knowledge. And so I really appreciate you being on in, on it's nine 30 here, 10 30 your time. Paul. Yeah. And I'm in great. the studio. I got to go home. And, uh, when I get my YouTube, you know, up and rolling, I'll, I'll uh, see if we'll get you on my show, Jason, we'll do the same yeah. thing. Would love it. Talk to you later. Thanks you guys for participating. We'll plan to be back next Monday night. Talk to you later. See Bye. you guys. The only app every landscaper needs. CompanyCam makes it dead simple to communicate, document, and problem solve with guys in the field, no matter where you are. CompanyCam brings documentation, communication, and liability protection together in one simple, easy-to-use app for you and your entire team. Take unlimited photos and videos, share custom reports, create flawless before and afters, and even communicate and share progress with homeowners, with galleries, and projects timelines all from your smartphone company cam the only app every landscaper needs check it out at companycam.com forward slash green or find it in your app store the link will also be in today's show notes do you want to cut your property water utility cost by 30 to 50 percent Smart Rain's commercial smart irrigation controller is one of the most sophisticated and technically advanced controllers on the market today. Smart Rain's smart controller comes with a 7-inch display, standard 48 zones, the most intuitive mobile app in the industry, Google Maps integration, and a lifetime warranty. 
Smart Rain helps commercial properties save time, money, and water with smart irrigation systems. Go to smartrain.net or talk to us at 877-346-3333. That's 877-346-3333. To take advantage of our preseason sale, mention podcast to get $800 off each controller. Hey friends, Paul here to share with you about our user agreement document. Eliminate the worry and hassle with a simple, straightforward user agreement that provides in writing what services you are providing your customer and when their payments are due. Remove the gray areas and provide clarity to your clients with our fresh new user agreement. You can pick this up at the greenindustrypodcast.com. Again, that's the greenindustrypodcast.com. All right, Jason, thanks for having me. We actually did this on his YouTube and uh, I realized I should record it for the podcast. That's what we did. We are, guys, on the YouTube now, personally, uh, my channel is Paul Jamison Landscaping and that is very temporary. We're going to upgrade the name of the channel here in the near future. We're uh, working on the preliminaries of uh, launching a new business and so uh, once we have that officially announced and all of that to um, align with the CEO, there may be a little adjustment to the name of the channel. But if you just type in Paul Jameson in the YouTube, um, you can find my two channels there. Smash the subscribe button. Uh, Paul Jameson Landscaping, that's where we post a lot of videos of cutting that grass, making that cash, doing pressure washing, doing landscaping jobs, just ha- having fun uh, doing Um, outdoor spaces, making them look better. And then I got a second channel that's called Green Industry Podcast uh, with Paul Jameson. That's where we're going to put a lot of the videos of the interviews and things that are related to the Green Industry Podcast. That's going to be on that channel. So, uh, you know, find us over there on the YouTube, smash that subscribe button and uh, follow along with us on the video journey. Also, I want to say thank you to today's show sponsors. Guys, they're the ones that give us the time and the space to be able to create this content. And uh, today's show sponsor is Smart Rain, who is offering $800 off to Green Industry Podcast listeners if you use the promo code podcast at smartrain.net. Link in the show notes. And also thank you to Company Cam. Their app makes it easy to communicate with your team, your customers, no more miscommunication with the new app, Company Cam. Both Company Cam and Smart Rain is in today's show notes. Maybe you're new to podcasting and you're saying, Paul, what's a show note? Is that that yellow pad I hear in the background? That's my yellow pad, which I love. It's literally yellow. I, I uh, got one time, Mr. Producer at Office Max or Staples, I got a white yellow pad. And I was like, this just isn't, it's just not doing it for me. I need it to be yellow. So I got my yellow pad here, but that's not the show notes. <laughs> that's my notes <laughs> and uh, for this show. But we have show notes for you as well, my friend. It's in the, um, epi- if, if you look on, if, let's say you're listening on Apple Podcasts, all you got to do is scroll up and then it'll take you to this brand new world of the episode notes. And in there, you'll find the link to Company Cam, to Smart Rain, and Mr. Producer, can you put the link to my new e-training, Know Your Numbers? We uh, talked a lot about knowing our numbers on you know yesterday and today's show with Jason Krill. That's a that seems to be a re- reoccurring question. Folks want to know how much do I charge for the sod installation? Well, I actually walk a property 
measure the sod and, 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 show, and then go back into the office, get out the spreadsheet and calculate what I would charge for that specific real life quote. It was, it was actually out in the field. And, I, and then I did that for maintenances. And uh, there's like nine or 10 videos where we get into the nitty gritty of what to charge your lawn care landscaping customers. And we're also throwing in for a limited time, the pricing matrix, it's a $57 value. We're just throwing that in complimentary to the e-training Know Your Numbers e-course uh, available at greenindustrypodcast.com. We'll put the link in the show notes as well, guys. It is a really good deal. I wish when I started my business, I would have been able to to watch those videos and learn. Uh, instead, I learned through the School of Experience. So I try to make it easy for you uh, with the Know Your Numbers e-training available in the show notes and also at greenindustrypodcast.com. All right, Mr. Producer, you got anything else? They can't hear you, Ken. <laughs> He's talking in my ear. He said, don't say show notes so much. Uh, I think we've had that conversation before. I need, I need to give variety. All right. Well, with that being said, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, hit the follow button, and uh, we'll have a fresh new podcast episode tomorrow morning. I think uh, we'll have Andrew from Fire and Hammer in studio and uh, chat with him about uh, kind of continuing that conversation about knowing our worth, charging premium pricing. Uh, something that that really is important that we're not out there you know working for free or working for too little make sure we are charging enough we'll talk continue to talk that conversation on tomorrow's show hope to join you i hope you'll join us today this has been a jameson media and mr producer production all right, Jason. All right, Paul. Thanks a lot, man. I didn't mean for it to go that long. That, that was good, was, man. There was a lot of quite more people watching than normal, too. That was a little bit better than I usual get. Okay, yeah. When 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 you couldn't remember what kind of grass you had, I know we're getting we're getting out there. <laughs> the Zorozoja. Hey, I go to bed early too. This this is nine thirty is late. I I've been getting up like stupid early like i got i get like 4 30 another day i woke up at like 2 30 or something I just, wow. you know, i'm just i don't i don't understand but I, yeah i just wake up and i have a hard time going back to sleep so yeah all right well i appreciate you friend uh talk to you later paul right, see, see you bye